Welcome to Garden Thoughts. On this podcast, I talk about different ideas, concepts, and perspectives. I want to explore the brain in different ways and tap into the untapped areas of the mind. Invest in yourselves and think on your own. Have some fun and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by Noah Meffert, and uh, we're, we're talking about a lot of different ideas, concepts, uh, about life in general. There, there's a wide uh, range of and variety of topics covered, all the way from um, food, nutrition, how we sleep, how we move, to um, how we perceive and how we learn, um, the different perspectives we can gain in order to become wiser and make smarter decisions. So there's a lot of gold, gold nuggets uh, that you could take out of. Um, this was a fun episode to talk um, talk through. Um, and there hasn't been a episode in, um, reached out lately. Um, so this was really good to unpack um, a lot of experiences gained. So hope everyone's doing all right and uh, enjoy. You know, so we've talked about here, let's give some context. So, I mean, so we're, we met at St. Thomas, like officially, right? Yeah. Um, through baseball. Yep. Um, you know, it, it's kind of the way I look at it. It's a, uh, kind of weird because when I when we when I look at you and I can like feel for myself I feel like there's a lot of similarity um like even that one time we sat down in uh the north side or that yeah, one time it was like the we were, first we time talking, yeah we were talking about a bunch of things um and that was like the second time that, we ever met and that was like too, yeah, that was, exactly yeah. so I think that I think that's unique there but like even in the sense of you know, we both grew up in Minnesota, about 30 minutes away from each other, right? We're playing baseball, we both went to the same school, and then all of a sudden we kind of just found each other. Um, and then even the way we think about thoughts, right? I think we're a little more analytical or like the way that we uh, perceive situations and things like that. Um, hmm. So I think there's a lot of common ground. And I think because of that common ground, we're able to have good, meaningful, uh, purposeful conversations. And yeah, so. I agree one of the things I want to kind of, you know, first, you know, shoot to you is the question of how do you deal with setbacks? Because, you know, this year it's been kind of on a pedestal, right. Of this publicized setbacks, you know, you can, you know, even think about from the beginning of the year, right. I mean, with Kobe Bryant's death to, I think there was wildfires in Australia to like the isn't there like a killer bees, poisonous, whatever, yeah, something? Killer hornets. Yeah. And then, you know. Murder hornets. Murder hornets. That's what right. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, you get to, you know, George Floyd's case. Um, you know, and while in all this going, as well as this all going on, you know, we have COVID, right? And so, like, you know, everybody's impacted in some, you know, certain type of way. Um, but how do you think you, like, go about that? How do you think you deal with setbacks? You know, do you you try to just you know recognize it and move on or is there a certain strategy how do you think about that you know i feel like that it takes like a large degree of self or in intrinsic like reflection to figure out like how like someone deals with setbacks and personally like this last year and a half has been just a giant setback for me like i've had arm injuries as you know uh i had a surgery i had like so many just things that like get in the way and I feel like whenever I have a setback that that really brings me down like my arm for example like I was 
this not is what a great it, place mentally. Yeah, this is why I just wanted to, you know, put on your side because, you know, there, there's certain things like that that, you know, I became aware of. And so that's what really intrigued me about this. And I want to hear from your side, your perspective, because I think you, you're in a unique situation, right? Because, you know, you're with, you know, the general population of, you know, all the, you know, the macro perspective things we've talked, we just mentioned, yet now there's even, you know, personal things within that, um, athletically, you know, socially, things like that. And so I think you can add like a lot of value yeah. to that, you know? Yeah. But, but getting back to your question, like, I feel like whenever I felt like a large setback, I would always, I would go through it, right? Like you digest the emotions, you feel the emotions, you let that sink in. And I feel like, like after, after I had that time to absorb all those emotions, like I came back to like a few central pillars. Right. And that was like my family, like my passions and my past. Mm. And like, like for, for baseball, I would always go back to, to the kid inside me right because we lose that kid inside us sometimes that like constant curiosity to imagination i'll just go back to that because he was so that kid is so naive but the the naive nature of him is what drove his imagination right and that's what i feel like that's what keeps on driving me right you have to be naive in your thoughts sometimes to drive to like new levels dude whenever i whenever i face a setback like my arm for example like I feel like I always came back to like my family and I thought about them and like everything they've done to support me. So that like built me back up. Right. And then I think about my past and like my past experiences in baseball, my past experiences in school in life. And I feel like it all after digesting the emotions of that setback, coming back to that, it made me so grateful for the position I was in before I had that setback. Right. So then I could take those emotions from the setback and use them to build my foundation more and then keep on going. Yeah, dude, that's nails. Like that's, that's powerful because, you know, you, you said it, you, you said things that resonated with me and, and then now my mind is racing with a bunch of different topics and different concepts and ideas. And, you know, one of the things you said was bringing up you know, like that kid in you, right? Like, there's a lot of benefits with being a kid. You know, you don't have that. You don't have the awareness of the external judgment, which, you know, keeps you curious. And I think, you know, in anything anyone does, you know, curiosity is, you know, one of the pillar, the um, pillars that can lead yeah. one to progressing. Yeah. But, dude, that, the, that, that's sweet. And it's those people in society too. I mean, this is kind of off topic, but those people in society that are so naive Right, exactly. I always end up making the biggest impacts, right? Like, for some reason, our our society kind of like pinpoints those people, you know. But like, those are the people who create the giant companies, who create things because they think in a way, and then they direct people to fit in their idea, you know. Hundred percent, dude. I couldn't agree more. Before we go too much farther, let's just give a little bit of context about yourself, just so you know the people listening have a little bit of background to go off of. Um, so, like, could you just kind of explain, you know, your 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 upbringing, your background, you know, what interested you as a kid, kind of what you were like, um, what did you progress like, how did you think you moving forward, 
um, you know, after high school and now we're just in the college, um, kind of like what you're about, what you're curious and interested about now, just so, you know, anybody ar- around here has your words put to your context. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, for sure. So I was born and raised in Edina. So a lifelong cake eater there. That's tough. Um, <laughs> uh, I grew up in a very Midwestern typical uh, family uh, Scandinavian roots, mm. whatever that means. <laughs> um, whatever that means. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I was brought up in a house that was really conducive to like free thinking. And, and they, my parents weren't afraid to kind of show me the bad things that happened in our country or the bad things that happened in society. And they, they kind of gave me my space growing up to experience different things like like for example like I would play basketball and I was like oh I don't want to play basketball anymore I want to play hockey right and they were totally in support of that because it was something different I was exploring myself and I feel like that that sort of upbringing is really important to who I've become today because I feel like now especially like after meeting you and like our buddy Sam like Oh yeah. I feel like I'm really just into exploring like everything almost, if that makes sense. Like hundred percent. Like recently, recently I've been like particularly interested in like breathing and wellness and like, like how that impacts like our daily routines. And like, as a kid, I was super interested in like trains and the Titanic for some reason. And like, yeah. Do you think, do you think that like space to room? I mean, cause I would agree. I think, um, um, I think a great environment for, you know, a person trying to grow and learn, it doesn't matter how old you are. Right. Maybe it's from like your situation. It was from how you were raised from the beginning. Right. Maybe, um, other people don't have that same situation. Maybe, um, there are certain outside pressures that forced them to think and live a certain type of way. Right. Um, in my eyes, I think it's beneficial um, to have space like that. Um, totally. And I think it just allows yourself to grow and adapt and grab onto different branches that interest you and, and pique your interest. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a I think there's a lot of, um, of benefits coming from that because then it leads to you leads you to things that kind of like you said, like you're you, you're curious to everything you want to discover, right? Like. all you know through human existence we've gone through this discovery and then this reasoning and explaining of how things work and why things are like I think one of the questions that in in today's world that we don't do or ask enough is the question why like why are things the way they are I mean I was earlier today I was um kind of like working out going on a run and doing some sprints and stuff and um I was kind of just, you know, sitting on the hill um, and I was just like looking out and, and I was on top of the hill. So you could kind of see like over the whole city kind of thing. And I was thinking, I'm like, you know, why do like, and I looked at, you know, the, the, the sky. Right. And then you can think of like, this is a little kid and you like, why is the sky blue? Why is the grass green? That kind of thing. But like when you truly like are sitting down alone and you're thinking about it, like those are great questions. Like why, why is that? You know, why do we, um have these buildings that where we go learn like why can't we just learn anywhere 
you know what yeah. I mean? So like it asks, yeah. it, it evolves to all these different questions and avenues that you can take if you so choose to. Yeah. And it's like, I think like getting more specific that it's like, why are things the way they are? Like, why is the status quo the status quo, right? Why can't we just, why are we so used to something that doesn't work? Right. Why are we, why do we sit back and let things happen if they're not fair? Why right. does. And, like, and this happens, this happens daily routinely of like, and sometimes it's in the situation. And I think you're kind of hinting at it. Like there there's bad things that happen over and over yet. Like we just kind of go with it. Right. Like, or just kind of going with the crowd or going with the stream rather than questioning, like, its existence in the first place you know yeah yeah and i know you and i kind of talked about this before but i feel like it it comes back to discomfort because we're so afraid of like tweaking something like what will happen if we tweak something right but like how we grow and how we expand our comfort zone is through being uncomfortable right because if you experience something that's uncomfortable over time that will become comfortable yeah, I feel yeah. Like, go deeper on that. Yeah, talk more. I on feel that. like we've grown as people super afraid of that. And like, personally for me, this past year, it's been overcoming discomfort, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I you feel can... like I've been like, you get stuck in these patterns and the only way to get out of them is really to challenge yourself to feel something that you haven't felt before and to, to look like beyond the walls you've built around like your current state. Yeah. Why do you, why do you think it's uncomfortable to grow? Because, you know, I would, I would agree with hundred percent of with all you've said. Um, but then it, you know, it begs the question of like, well, why is that? Right. Like what makes it as humans that we, you know, don't want to seek discomfort. Right. And the way I think about it or the way I've thought about it in the past was, you know, for, you know, generations and evolutions that back when we were, you know, primal animals, right, we, we would go out and we would, you know, hunt these animals and bring them back to our, our camp base and we would protect mm -hmm. our little or our little community, our tribe. And so yeah. that, that we're, we're exposed to all the harsh elements out there and, so I think that's still built into us in the, and what I mean by all of this is that the environments that you're in back then, like we were exposed to a lot, right? Totally. Like today we'd, I guess you'd be considered soft. Like, and people say that quite a bit, right? Um, in the grand scheme of things of where we once, how we were living. But I think yeah. because of our environments changing, it's, and now we're, I guess we would call a more secure, safe of, standard of living yeah that now we're afraid to go out and grow and learn yeah and i think i think one of the main problems is that we forget that we're animals right because yeah we're just high-powered animals yeah like if you think about it like our humans as an organism were shaped by natural selection right and natural selection is like change through pressures change through discomfort you could say so like if you look at that side of things you see like the analogy that we can bring into our own life right because 
say like like when we were living among nature like part of the ecosystem like we were at the will of the elements kind of right so we adapted to those elements through natural selection right and i feel like today we've lost touch of that kind of primal instinct to to succeed and have we become accustomed to living in our houses um, not having to deal with the elements like these little things that that add up and they change our mindset to like i just want to be comfortable yeah do you think there needs to be more urgency then within our actions well i feel like there needs to be more intent like urgency like urgency is good but you have to do everything with like a purpose right you can't just do everything. You have to do everything with a purpose. And I feel like, like we've, we've grown accustomed to our, like, like you were saying, like our, our soft lifestyle. And that's, that's become part of like, of our routine, you know? And then we, we shy away from, from things that we wouldn't have shied away from in our past. Right. Yeah. Well, I think too, like, you know, kind of going off of what you're, what you're saying is that the way I'm thinking about it now is, you know, to me, and I've, I've thought about this um, a lot within the last um, like couple of years um, is, is our environments and how crucial that is. Um, I've, I've learned that from a few different people, um, that are like important in my life that I've learned from kind of like mentors. Um, and that's how I kind of first began the awareness of even that. Right. Like I remember back in, um, my fourth grade class, my, uh, my teacher, Mrs. Damer, you know, she said, you know, show me your friends and I'll show your future kind of thing. Right. So you got all those sayings, but like when you come to the realization of how true and how crucial your environment is like that shapes you right so now that our yeah. environment today kind of just bringing back to the example of you know very long ago and today of our, our type of society of the soft or whatever like why are we considered that compared soft compared to back then well it's because of what we're surrounded with right yeah. and and yeah. whether that be technology to help us like what really what makes us soft is all this additional help we're getting right the, the, the technology the you know, people, the experiences, the wisdom that we're gaining, like all those add up. And ultimately that's, there are more resources that we can use. Yeah. Therefore there's less that we have to depend on ourselves. Um, yeah. And I think the other thing with environments too, is you only have so much energy to give, right? Right. So if like, if an environment is not conducive to, to growing and learning, right. And it's taking energy away from you, that's not an environment where you can thrive. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're exactly right. I mean, if you're, you know, take the example of, if there's a, you know, really bright young person out there, right. That has a, it's very optimistic, has a lot of um, good energy about them. Um, is just a good person to be around. Like if you put that person in a, you know, in a year with, you know, the same people over and over and those people are, I'm very pessimistic, uh, just, you know, soul killing, just kind of like people that suck energy out of people. I mean, that positive optimistic person is, is going to 
you know, re, you know, just disasters from that just because, you know, their, their positive energy is just getting sucked away from them. Right. And there's no, there's no other benefit coming to them. Right. They're, they're giving all away their, their energy and their experiences to these people that are just stuck in their own ways with, you know, a, uh, a fixed mindset, if you want to say, um, but honestly, dude, like environments are so crucial the way I look at it. Um, you know, I even had, like, I've talked to my family about it of like, even in our household, like different environments, especially during this time, right? Like many, like a majority of the people, um, even around holidays when you're cooped up with them, like it's, it's, ob- it's really good to see them. Right. And it's, it, it's, I'm blessed that we can, and they're here and they're, you know, all that. Um, but, and then it gets to a point where like everybody still needs to grow and do their own thing. Right. And so you get cooped up in, in, um, you know, if you don't have the right structure and environment set up and like their, your boundaries, like many or bad negative, um, outcomes can occur. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that Harvey touches on Harvey Martin. Yeah. If you guys don't know him, he's the owner of the mind strong project. Yeah, dude, everybody knows him. He's he's a great everybody dude. Everybody knows Harvey. <laughs> he, he's a great dude. I love Yeah, that I was I know I mentioned this to you earlier, but I was listening to that podcast he had with Darren O'Lean. He was that um That's a phenomenal episode. I yeah. suggest anybody listening to this go listen to that. Yeah, he was talking about like how like this pandemic, right? It's put us in an isolated state and that's it's but just tearing away at the the superstructure, like everything that was going on around us, right? Now we're put in a place we're isolated, right? And it's up to us to get ourselves into an environment where we can create and we can grow and we can like challenge ourselves. And he gave this analogy. It was like like you have this cylinder of yourself, right? And if you don't become mindful and go like within this cylinder, you're going to get swept up by the situation. And I feel like that comes back to the, the, the piece you're talking about environments, right? Like we can't become a victim of our own environment. We have to almost take leadership, right? And if something isn't working, we have to take leadership and say, you know what, this is not working for me. Right. Yeah. And you have to, something has to change so you can get out and start growing. Dude, that's a great point because as crucial as your environment is, ultimately it's up to you, right? Like, you know, how bad or how good it is, they're, they're all outside influences. Um, and you know, whether, no matter what the outside influence is, it ultimately comes back to you, your, yourself, you know, you know, what decisions do you make? what your attitude is, you know, it kind of brings up the topic of, you know, what's in your control and what's out of your control, right? Like you can always control the things inside your circle, but, and now like the kind of, the focus is, I guess, the things outside your circle, if if they're negative, you're going to have to be more strong and willful within the things in your control. But now like on the flip side, like if those outside influences, if your environments are really, really good, like if you have positive, you know, people that want to push you forward and you do the same for them, like those outside influences are going to elevate you as well. So like, but 
even if those outside influences are going to elevate you, I mean, you still got to control the things you can within your circle. Yeah. And, and I mean, we could go deeper into this, but like part of your environment too, is, is like what you eat, how you sleep, how you breathe, like breathwork, especially it's something that I'm personally really new to. And I got introduced through listening to the, to Harvey's podcast, like, just like I started um, using mouth tape when I go to sleep, I started um, doing like a five minute, like almost meditation when I wake up just to get my breathing in check and like check my posture. And like, like that sounds so trivial, but once you start doing it and get in the habit of it, like it makes a world of difference in terms of energy and like outlook and mindset. And like, that's what coming back to like, how this pandemic has forced us to be isolated. Like you find that base, right? Like I would have never found how the importance of breath work without this pandemic forcing me into myself and forcing me to look intrinsically at my personal environment. Yeah. And like, but there's so much more to like, like I know we were talking about stupid, like everything is connected. Right. So like, your breath is connected to so much more than we'll ever know. And like your environment dictates so much more than you could ever know. Yeah, dude, you know, you know, everything is everything. Everything is everything. Everything is everything. And it really is because, you know, I think, I think you're right on because I think with every um, like situation and things thrown at us during this kind of isolation time, like, I think it's made us more aware of our unconscious actions and our unconscious decisions. Like, it's kind of nudged us in that direction. Would you agree? Totally. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And especially, like, like it was our first semester in college, too, right? And that's exactly. Like, I mean, each situation is different, right? So, like, that scenario on its own, that's a completely new whirlwind yeah. on top of everything else. Yeah, like like your first semester in college, you figure out a lot of things about yourself that you already that you didn't already know. Because that's just a time of of synthesis, of growth, of change. Like it's a very dynamic period in everybody's life. But you throw on top of that like a pandemic. And it it just forces you, I feel like, like bringing discomfort back, like it forces you to become uncomfortable with like what's going on around you. Yeah, I mean, then if we bring environments into that, like it's up to you with your mindset, like what you do with that time and what you do with that isolation. Mm. Yeah, speak more on that. (laughs) I mean, this is (laughs) speak more on that. No, go deeper. I'm interested now. What are you thinking? I can kind of tell you're thinking like, like personally for, for me, like going to college and, and being in that, in that state, it just opened my eyes to like how I was living my life before, if that makes sense. Like I saw like my old habits, my old cycles, I saw that and I was like, you know what, like, I really like this, but there are things that I can do better. Yeah, I I think that's a good point. Um, And I think, you know, what you're saying I think to a large degree, 
it's all about setting yourself up and putting yourself in the positions that give you opportunities to grow. Cause I think if, if you do the, you know, you hear things like, you know, make your bed in the morning, you know, and these, they're just, they're, they're little things that add up and they ultimately make the difference. Like what you said, you know, breathing, nasal breathing, you know, it's, is these things that, you know, our focus and direction was not pointed towards, but now we're almost forced to think about those. Um, so I think that's a benefit, honestly, coming out of this. But one of the things I want to talk about that you just brought up now is the, and this is something that I'm like, none of this that we're talking about, like, I'm not an expert in at all. These are just thoughts and curiosities that um, pique my interest. But one of the things that I kind of think I came to a realization to at least in my own head for myself is that like we learn when we reflect. And so basically, and this is kind of points to one of the driving factors why I haven't done a podcast in a while, because when I, so I first started doing the podcast about before COVID, like right at the beginning of the year around there. And so when I did those, there was a bunch of added up experiences and different things that I had within myself that I never voiced. Um, and so doing the first couple, like it, it felt really good. And it was just for like intrinsically, it felt really good. Um, but there was just a lot of, a lot of, I think cooped up like information that like, I just needed to express. So then not only can other people hear that, but I hear myself say that, which then lets me think about it in another way and lets me learn from it. But like yeah. the break that, you know, there's a lot of people that are asking me like, oh, are, you know, are you going to do another episode of your podcast? Are you going to keep doing that? And like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this as, you know, for a long time. But for me, my thinking on it, and I kept thinking about it for a while was, I don't want to just make a podcast and just like, just to make one. Like, I don't want to just have it be like, all right, we're going to just keep talking about random stuff. Right. Because I think I got to a position where I said a lot of what I wanted to say. And so then I had to create new experiences to then voice new, new perspectives and how I perceive things. And so during this time, like there's a lot going on, right. With, you know, college just starting that whole transition, getting acclimated to that, um, another isolation period. Like there's a lot of things and factors that happened that allowed me to just live. Like I didn't have to reflect. Yeah. I was just going out there and keep, and I kept moving and kept going. And so now, you know, I, I always, I think I always try to stay in that state of that, that, you know, that urgent present that just tipping forward into the future kind of present thinking. And so because of that, like that, I think that's good to have is to keep learning, keep growing like that. But I think there's also times, you know, and you can do this, you know, weekly, monthly, yearly, whatever you want of having like time for yourself to reflect. I think that's super important because that's, I think when you like truthfully learn, because like yeah. you can learn on the fly, but it's like retaining that. Yeah. So if, you can, if you can set aside at least like a day, like for me, I use Sunday nights. Like that's where I structure everything. And that's where yep. I reflect on the whole week. And so yep. 
the yeah, thing you touched that on, you touched on a few things there that are like like huge in reflection yeah. like one thing like the central part of reflecting for me is gratitude mm-hmm. and and i haven't really journaled before this year but i started to journal just like my thoughts like what i was thankful for um if i was having a bad day i would just write like like what I was thankful for in that moment and and I would come back to it and and then with the journal I could I could come back to my thoughts and like you learn things through yourself like you like when you use your own voice and you listen to your own voice that's really powerful because like sometimes we yeah. just we get stuck in our thoughts but we don't right. listen to our voice dude you're exactly right so I started journaling <clears throat> um last uh winter um is when i actually like got into it and you know before that and i think a lot of people who don't journal kind of have the thing like oh like that's just whatever you know what i mean yeah. like, it's just like ah it's another thing that blah 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 i don't want to waste my time on well i feel like i feel like looking at it like i thought it was like like oh that's just weird like but it's so i don't crucial. even know what it was but but once i started doing it and and the reason I started doing it was because uh, our pitching coach at St. Thomas, Coach Mathis, he he required it. I honestly love that he did that. Yeah. I mean, I was doing it anyway, but it, I love that he actually put a focus towards that as well. And that I feel like that's a huge culture piece on our team because, like, you see guys, like, they're writing in their journal, right? They're reflecting. And even if it's, like, a little bit, even if it's something random, like, I felt good, like – that's your voice on that particular day. And you can come back to that and like, think about that. And Dude, there's, there's something about it that and I don't even know how to articulate it, but when you have a thought and you think about it, you think you can remember it, but literally if you write that thought down, like it's ingrained now, like before you kind of just had it. Now you actually, you can hold it. And yeah. I don't know why I think it's, you know, we're, we're using like motor functions to actually, yeah. act out what we're thinking and then we are thinking what we're thinking on the paper and then we we read what we write yeah. and so i think there's a multiple like multiple factors that go into it yeah i think i mean sometimes people have a hard time vocalizing their ideas and they get stuck with these ideas and they and these thoughts and they're like sitting in their head right and they can't figure out a way to vocalize them and, and that brings it that brings it right back to a driving factor of why I want to start a podcast. Like this makes you think like this yeah. is on the, like basically on the fly. And now we're digging all these different golden nuggets that we have stored in our head. We're like, Oh yeah, that piece. Oh yeah. That piece I was told and learned like, and now we're just voicing it. And now because we're voicing it, other people hear it and we also hear it ourselves. So therefore we learn it from a new angle. Yeah. And, and one thing, like when you just said that, I don't know why this popped in my head, but like, for some reason, like, I know we talked about this when we were talking about the podcast earlier, but uh, like your environments, like they dictate how you can vocalize your thoughts and how you, and how you think about how you perceive those thoughts too, you know, like some thoughts can seem trivial. Some can seem like the greatest idea you've ever had. And I feel like, like if we're in an environment that's like, really challenging us and your mind is really going 
you're forced like dependent on, depending on your environment you can either like use those ideas to problem solve or you can just get consumed and swept up by those ideas yeah well the thing the way i kind of like have learned to think about it is that like throughout the day like there's a lot of stressors that go on and so like if you can learn to manage those and you can kind of you know what was the piece that you're thinking because now my mind's going on a bunch of different things what was what was the point you were getting to because i was i was going to say something well i was going to circle kind of circle back to because what what were you just saying because i was going to say something that went along those lines i was saying like how like like different environments make you perceive your ideas yep. and your thoughts in different okay. ways. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, the, the thing I had a conversation actually with Harv was um, it was a couple of weeks ago about the environments and like how that um, like provokes different thoughts and different thinking. It's kind of like wearing different hats for different situations. Totally. Like, so like if you're you're a student, you put on your hat to be the best student. When you're practicing, you put on the hat to be the best athlete. When you're at home, you put on the hat to be the best son or whatever. So you put on these bunch of different hats. And the the discussion I was having with them was basically, you know, if you were in a room with, you know, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and um, oh God, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. Who's Steve the other Jobs. one? And Steve Jobs. No, no, he's alive though. Who's the other one? I'm blanking. Anyway, but there basically what the point was, there's this room full of very smart that perceived to be by a lot of people, these smart intellectual thinkers. And so by you being added to the room, that that level of awareness raises your level of understanding. Like when you're around types of people that elevate you, that elevate like that elevates yourself and so by having different um even questions that they ask the types of questions they ask the types of ways that they go about um information about how they go about their different learnings like that sheds a bunch of stuff onto you and so then that's how you interact then and that's how you perceive things to be so then like if you were um thinking about if you were in a room with a bunch of like average, whatever, and there's no disrespect to this is just kind of like the intellectual kind of like thoughts of it. And the, the actual, the deep thoughts themselves, if you were in a room with a bunch of um, people who didn't like to think like that, well then now you're be slowly transitioning to form with the majority of the group or the form of the herd. And so we were talking about how the different environments can impact one. And for, for him, at least, like he's, he's put in a great position because he's, he's able to connect with a lot of people who are similar minded and thinking um, of what he's trying to progress to. Um, and then also like on your own, like there's benefits between, you know, learning, thinking on your own and thinking with people, right? Because you can come to a lot of senses to yourself because it's, it's just you. So you have no other thoughts yeah. to go against and try to conflict with yourself. But that's yeah. what's great about connecting with others then is now you've built up information, knowledge, you know, perspective, wisdom within your head. Now you voice it to other people where therefore they can analyze it and they can critique it. And so that whole level of awareness just rises from that.
Yeah, I think that's that's really interesting. And like in a way, I've kind of been thinking about that a lot too. But like, do you think, so like, for example, like take yourself, put yourself like on a mountain, right? Yeah. You're climbing a mountain. I'm there. Like, how do you perceive your thoughts then? Like if you're, you're fighting for your life, you're, you're trying to survive, you're, you're climbing this mountain, uh, you, you want to get to the top just because that's in our psyche. Like we want to get to the top. Like, yeah. how do you perceive your thoughts then? Well, I think my thoughts would dictate on the environment I'm around. So if I'm in an elevated environment like that, not physically elevated, but like actually like um, my, my thoughts and my awareness is, is aroused, then my, my thoughts subconsciously become that level of awareness as well. And so if I'm in the, let's say not now, I'm now, I've made the feat of climbing the mountain, I'm at the top, right? I think we could almost tie it back to the reflection of how first you got up the mountain and the learning that it's taught you yeah. and the experiences you've gone through. But now you also have the opportunity to think about, um, you're looking out into the sky, you're looking, you can see everything, right? You can see the peaks and the valley valleys, you can see the snow caps and everything. And so it gives you a broad sense of the picture of the world. And, you know, if personally, if I was on the mountain, if I was, if I climbed this mountain, I was looking around, you know, my thoughts wouldn't be like, all right, what am I going to make for dinner tonight? Like, yeah. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. are, my exactly. thoughts are going to be, you know, that simple, right? I think they're going to be more macro because yeah, my environment exactly. is macro. Like my whole, my whole, yeah. my, my field of vision is the world. Like that's, that's mind boggling. Like we're, yeah. we're on this huge thing and it's, and it's, a, it's amazing to look at. And so now that I'm seeing that subconsciously in my head, my, my brain's working like crazy right now. And now I'm thinking on like these, these wide spectrum yeah. thoughts. Yeah. And that's exactly what, where I was going to go with that. So that's awesome that you, you said that, but like, it's like the whole, like climbing a mountain analogy. I kind of apply that to like, like being in nature too, and being challenged by nature. Cause like growing up, my family, we always went camping. We always went into like the mountains, whether it be Yellowstone glacier, mm -hmm. wherever. And I feel like as a kid, like I was really just, I was reliant on my parents almost in that situation. So I didn't feel like the pressures of the environment that I was in, but as we kept going out West and as I got older and more independent, I felt like, like the pressures of, of where I was and like being part of, of nature almost, it almost scared me because I was like, can you explain that? Do you, do you mean like looking back at it, you didn't realize the actual situation you were in? I didn't realize how, how great a force your environment has on like your life and your thoughts and your perceptions of everything that's going on around you. And like, once I started to become more like introspective, like it's almost scared me. Like I was sleeping in my tent one night and I was like scared and I was like, why? And I like started to think like, why? And I just couldn't think about it. And, 
and after coming out of that situation, I was like, I was just thinking to myself, like, why was I, why was I thinking like that? Like, why was I in this sense of almost panic? Mm -hmm. And I feel like it came back to like my mindset. Like I wasn't thinking about, I'm thinking about trying to word this. I wasn't thinking about how I could grow through the situation or how I could overcome this situation and make it comfortable. I was just thinking yeah. about how I was uncomfortable. Yeah. I think I'll try to help you out here and the like wording of it. I think the way that I got from you is um, it's almost reactionary where totally. Um, I think let's see. Yeah. I think the best way to kind of put this into words is that, when you have some kind of like hurdle or this sense of fear in front of you, right. This roadblock, I think a lot of people just try to avoid it and then they don't think about it. But I yeah. think like a better way to go about it is where you actually become, you become aware of it and you actually, you know, try to learn from it. Right. Yeah. There was this thing and, I heard the other day that um, it was like uh, this guy said he was frustrated or he's like, you know, if he was in um, traffic and he's trying to get to his flight in 45 minutes and he was an hour, 30 minute um, traffic that instead of being frustrated, become fascinated, become fascinated. The fact like, wow, like I'm in this like, bumper totally. to bumper traffic and my plane's in 45 minutes like that's to be fascinated that's, by like, that. wow that's crazy <laughs> but like that simple concept of like instead of just being reactionary and be like oh no like oh god and then because your mind it's just how it is in our dna of how we naturally think but i think if we can get over that and become more analytical be like all right what is this trying to teach me like what is yeah. actually trying to be said here and it's almost like a whisper yeah. you have to listen to yeah. And that's, and that's really hard to do. Cause that's, Extremely. that's a skill that's acquired, you know, like that is really hard to do. And, and then it comes back to a bunch of these things where you grow, it comes back to your environment. Yeah. It comes back to the people you're surrounded with because of the people you're surrounded with act that the, the right way when yeah. whichever way you think is right, well then you're more accustomed to think that way. Yeah. And then you, and you talked about avoidance too. I feel like like avoidance is it's really easy to do, right? It's really easy to avoid something. And Why do you think conscious... people avoid things? I feel like they're they're almost afraid to to feel and I know we keep mentioning this, but feel uncomfortable. Is it the lack of understanding? Because that's what comes to my head. When I think people yeah. avoid, I think there's a lack of understanding and they don't they don't understand that this they that they can learn from this and grow from this. I think it's more of a thing like it's either like a pass or fail yeah. rather than a grow through kind of thing. And I think the other thing with avoidance too is if you avoid something and you you stray away from it, it's still gonna be inside you. It's still gonna be eating away at you. You're not gonna be able to change anything. You're not gonna be able to learn from anything because that thing hasn't happened. You're just kind of circling it around it and you never really wanna go into it. And I feel like that's kind of a drain on your mental health almost. Honestly, Avoidance. Dude, 
I, I think that that ultimately leads to regret and dude, regret is one is the number one motivation to take action. Like totally the, the, for me personally. And for, I know for a lot of people, like thinking about like, if there's an, so like, let's say there's something coming up right this next week that I'm for some odd reason, I'm shaked up about, I'm nervous about like, and it's like a good opportunity, right? Like naturally we become, you know, nervous about it just because for many reasons. But I think a key thing to think about is like, this is a great opportunity. And in 60 years, I can look back and that's going to seem like nothing. And be like, thank God I did it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we always build up those things in our mind, you know, like I think me, especially i I worry so much and I build things up in my mind to be bigger than they are. And I think they're, they're used in the right way. There's some value to that, right? Because you, you have your best in some, in those situations, but at the same time, like. I don't think you can let it come over you. Yeah. You need to learn how to get past that. And that's really hard. Like I'm saying that, but, and that is a really hard thing to do. I think it comes back to like, being in the present because you know you're not able to make decisions precise decisions when you're either in the state of the regretful past or the future worries like if you ever if you're able to come back to the present then you're able to uh, you know go about your life and you're you're put in a good position to make different changes and opportunities yeah how do you and I always hear people like say like live in the present and like I've had some things that I use to help me live in the presence but like what do you what do you use to to try to keep yourself like mindful in the present yeah I think there's a lot of different ways you can go about it I've heard people that um they basically just do a lot of things a lot of tasks that ultimately that requires their focus and attention and so when yeah. when you're doing things and and it's and it engages with you like you have to engage back and so ultimately that keeps you in the present um but a thing i picked up on was from harv again was you know just focusing on breath like that's what i was gonna say dude like it but it really is is because it's one of the things that is very simple to do but is very effective because when you become aware of how you breathe because like breathing you do it regardless yeah unless you're right so like you're doing it either you're doing it either way but when you become intentional and aware about it there's this level of like when you do the breathing practices that we did last uh last winter we'd always do them after the workouts and we kind of go through this whole this whole scenario of things but when you do that and then when you're done like you're in this almost zen like nothing can touch me i'm just like i'm here i'm living yeah and totally. th- there there is no there is no thought to the past and there is zero thought to the future like it's all yeah. about the now like yeah and it kind of brings up the thing now like who you want to progress in the future like how successful you want to be the decisions you you want to have to be able to make in the future like it all is dependent on now and it brings up the point that all you are today is yesterday's choices like dude the, that the, that was from i uh, it's unbelievable i've heard that before it's unbelievable dude it was back on that during our olean podcast yeah. i stole when that he, from when him. he said that i was just dude, like it, my, my like head. i always knew 
I always knew that. And we were talking about this earlier too. Yeah. Like, I always knew it, but when he said it, I was like, it solidified it. It like, solidified yeah, it because well, it's a thing that we we're like, yeah, we know, but we were never actually like told that simply because like in the way they said it, you know, like to get ready for even like this podcast, like there's things that, you know, that had to be set up way before just to do this. Yeah. Or like think about when you go athletically, cause we both play baseball, you know, when you go to a game, you know, you don't just, when you start, you, when you start a game pitching, like you don't just, that's not the first time you throw a ball. Like, yeah, you're doing the whole off season of work. You're, you're lifting weights, you're doing mobility, yeah. you're doing all this, you know, mental stretching and getting your work in, you're putting in hours so then you can go perform. Yeah. And so like, there's all these, you know, even your, like your sleep patterns, what you eat, how you breathe, there's all these little things that add up. Yeah. And ultimately those are what makes the difference because and like, yeah, one go thing ahead. I was thinking about too is uh, like, like when you're actually like, say like if you're on the mound or you're performing, like, I feel like you always hear from coaches, like, like when you're on the mound and, you, and you've done the work that doing that work will help you like build confidence on the mound. Yeah. It, it's that, and, inner, and it's that I feel like, confidence. but I feel like when I'm on the mound, I'm not thinking about the work I've done. I'm not thinking about like, like that one day in the gym where I PR or like, and I that think that's one, good because, because you're not thinking like, about the past. Yeah. Like I'm thinking about, myself right now in the present right and that that comes back like we might not remember the choices we made yesterday but whether or not well like whether or not you like them they're going to they're going to affect you mentally physiologically like psychologically yeah i mean it it, it brings it back you know you break it down with you know how you sleep like if you if you perform on a certain day like it's and it's not even you know people like to procrastinate. It's not even the the day before. Like if you truly yeah, want to be your best self, the month before. It's 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 always. Yeah. It's always it's it's the consistent action of trying to be at your best because mm-hmm. it it always it keeps you ready. Like the easiest way to be ready is to stay ready, not to get ready. Yeah. And so if you can make these constant decisions and actions to to sleep well to eat well, to breathe well, to move well, well, then your, your chances, your probability of performing on, you know, thinking athletically, whatever it be, are going to be higher. You're going to be in a yeah. better position to create more opportunities for yourself. Yeah. I think one thing, just touching back on breath work, like I can still like, it was, it's really new to me. still, so I can still remember like looking at it and being like, I think I just want to note one quick thing here and I'll let you talk. I think it's really good that you're, we can hear how you're thinking about it in your situation because you're very new about it. I think a lot of people listening to this are extremely new to it or or maybe haven't even thought about it. So I think it's good that you're kind of giving your insights when you're first going, starting through it, but yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember listening to Harv and he was and this is like one of the first times I ever listened to the mind strong project podcast. And they were talking about breath work and they were talking about like mouth taping and like nasal breathing. I was like, what is this garbage? Like mm-hmm. yeah. we breathe, we breathe like in out oxygen, CO2, that's it. 
It seems gimmicky at first. Yeah, exactly. It seems gimmicky, but like, I and then I like listened to it. I digested the information. I barfed it out. Like, it was whatever. I didn't really think about it, but then when I really started to like come to breath work was um, when I got to college actually, and and I started just listening to podcasts that that same podcast even more. And it was like subconsciously, even I was, I didn't like consciously go back like, Oh, I want to learn more about breath work. I just started, I just came back to it for some reason. Yeah. What, what made you want to go more, more deeply in the sense of focusing on the breath itself? Like, was there something that triggered you to do that? Or was it more of a combination of accumulation of many different smaller factors that added up or was it something else? Like what led you to that? I think it was just, I think it was just the situation I was in and there were, and there were so many factors in that too. Like, like there's so much change going on in my life that I yeah. wanted, but that I want, I kind of wanted something to slow down with, but at the same time, like, like I, like we're in college baseball now, right. That's a whole different level. So I wanted something to like, kind of elevate me like mentally as a student mentally as a baseball player physically as a baseball player and like another thing too is like I was just in this mindset of like growth kind of Mm -hmm. and I feel like that stemmed from like the last half of my senior year kind of there were like so many things that just led me to start on this cascade of just like changing and growing as a person as a human as a son as a friend and like yeah there were so many new things and then I just kept on finding these new things and one of those I just think one of those things happened to be breath and like breath work right yeah and I came to that and I looked at it the first time I was like what is this and then but I came back to it and I was like and I think the pandemic kind of forced me into that mindset and I was like, you know what, like, this could be crucial. And now, like, I'm no expert, but I'm not like Harv by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Like, but I start to feel like what it does to you, you know, like I started practicing Wim Hof breathing, which is like crazy. Like after workouts, I would do that. And it's like, oh, yeah, dude, they just feel like they're legit. clean almost. So your body just feels like clean. <laughs> and like energized and like your mental state is like like you were saying earlier it's in the present right yeah dude at some point i gotta but get you over here i got thing... a big ice tub we gotta do oh <laughs> i've seen those i've seen those yeah right, and then i gotta get you over another here, thing but... too is like it's like waking up and doing the nasal breathing to get you in that like sympathetic state you know mm-hmm and become less reactionary and just start to live within yourself. Just get that, like, like that in two seconds out two seconds or like that pendulum kind of, you know, like, yeah, I think to me, the way like, yeah, go ahead. Keep, keep going. But I feel like, like resetting your breathing like that. And it's just your breath, right? Like it's true. You're just resetting your breath, but it resets your mind. It resets your muscles and like everything. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that's overlooked and I definitely overlooked it coming into breath work. And and as I kind of, yeah, as I kind of learn more about it, like 
you see like this is not a single mutually exclusive thing right it connects to everything and i i remember listening to harf said something or maybe it was darren too they talked about how like if you breathe a certain way it can lead to back pain like what yeah like that comes back to everything is everything (laughs) yeah like who would have thought like (laughs) if you breathe a certain way you could stress something in your body and that can lead to back pain or because that makes like organ failure exactly right what yeah dude i think the way i think about it or the, the way i've thought about it is that even with breath work um you know working out eating right sleeping right I think all of that really just comes back to being intentional, right? Because you're, you're given a lot, you, like you had said a, a lot of good insights, right? Um, and I think a takeaway is just being intentional about the decisions you make. Because I think a lot of people go throughout their days, their weeks, their months, their years, their lives, um, just reacting to things and then making choices. But I think uh, the people that... Um, are, are successful and um, that keep growing and learning are the ones that put a structure in place and then have the discipline to follow it. I think yeah, that's totally. kind of a key trait. But that's, it's so hard to do though. Like I experienced that as an athlete on a daily basis to keep myself consistent. It's so hard. I think consistency is, um, greatly overlooked because it's the it's the daily task of every day doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again but that's what makes the differences i want to ask you a question kind of going off of this of structures and everything you know how do you how do you think one should structure their lives like how do you um how do you kind of see that um with either the choices they make or how you know philosophically philosophically is that how you say that philosophically yes that um philosophically um you know how do you kind of like how do you perceive that in structuring a life to be successful to keep growing keep learning um to adapt do you mean like that kind of day-to-day like like the routine I think, you know, I'm just going to leave it open-ended. I'm just going to have you, however, the, the whichever way yeah. you think about it, yeah. go for it. I'm just, I'm curious about how you think about it. I kind of think about it as a routine, right? Like, I don't know if you've ever read this book, but uh, my sophomore year in high school, our coach made us read this book called Make Your Bed. Um, I had, I did not read the book, but I listened to an audio book. Yeah uh well anyways that that book really emphasized it was the first chapter and it was the first chapter was called make your bed and he was talking about like how in the military the first thing that everybody would do every day was they would make their bed was this also a speech yes yep yes the guy the guy spoke about this yeah i didn't yep and it's like it's like whatever you make your bed but but what a lot of people don't realize is like, once you make your bed, that's task one done, mm-hmm. right? You're already started off on for the day. And if you think about every single day, it's just a, it's just a list of tasks, right? Tasks we have to get done, tasks we've set aside from yesterday, tasks that we want to get done for the future. And I feel like the people who have success and the people who are 
who are driven and to keep learning every day of their lives, they set up a, a framework to allow for those tasks to be done in the most efficient and creative way. And I feel like there's so many different like variables you can bring into that and tools like breath work is one of them, journaling, uh, nutrition, sleep, um, exercise, like just all around wellness, like that impacts how you go about your tasks for the day. And I think successful people, they, they see things as tasks and they use the, their mindset, their like growth mindset as like a weapon to attack those tasks in the most creative and problem solving pragmatic way, just kind of weave around them. And they don't shy away from things because they're in that mindset, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think, uh, I think also to go with the task. It, it's dis- the discipline Yeah, and it going back to your routine. It's do I have enough discipline to do these actions consistently? Um, yeah. Do you think this is something I've struggled with myself? Do you think discipline is is something that you just have in you or something that you learn? I think it's learned. I think that you can teach it and you can learn. Um, I think some people maybe are um, it's more easily available or ready for them to kind of use in their back pocket. And I think it's harder for some other people, but I think everybody can be taught um, how to increase or have discipline because I, you know, ultimately discipline equals freedom. Like if you do the things you need to do, you can do the things you want to do. And so the way I look at the way I look about it is that, you know, discipline equals freedom period. But basically on the the whole structure side of things, you know, this is something I've talked about with a couple of people and I've thought about for a little bit on myself is I think, you know, to be successful and um, to have a a life that you can grow and learn is where you structure it that you're progressing each day little by little. And so, the way I think about it, and it kind of ties in with the concept with a vision and goals, right? I think a lot of people kind of uh, think about those two, those ideas, concepts, definitions the same, but I think yeah. they're more different than alike, meaning how I differentiate them, right? So yeah. um, for me, how I think about those is that, you know, goals, there's a finish line you know what the finish line is and you know where it is. So you have a bunch of these goals throughout your life, right? They're almost like check marks. So you create these goals that you want to accomplish. And there's certain things that you must do through discipline, through different actions, through consistency that will help you reach these goals. Um, And I think it's important to have goals, but I think ultimately it's more important to have a vision And the way I think about a vision is that it's something in the future that is like this ultimate, ultimate goal that is maybe something that you'll never reach, but you'll come closer and closer and closer to. And so 
the great thing about this is that the, the value or the vision and the goals is subjective to each person. They can think about it however they want. But when they set it up, I think you got to have something out, out front, that vision, where the vision, there's a finish line. You know what the finish line is, but you don't know where the finish line is. Yeah. Does that make sense? So like, you yeah, know what the so, finish line is, you just yeah. don't know where it is. And so that's kind of the differentiate, differentiate part that I think about between them because, you know, it's good to have the check marks. It makes you feel accountable. Um, you get reassurance. Yeah. You, you, you have the self-esteem, the, the confidence that keep going because each check mark, each goal you make, you know, that's good. But you got to have something bigger that's pulling you through the future. You got to have you got to kind of live your life as like you're leaning forward. You got to keep moving forward, at least in my eyes. Yeah. Like my biggest thing is that you got to keep progressing. You got to keep growing. You got to keep learning because in my eyes, when you become stagnant or you become stale, like, like that's awful in my eyes. Like that just sucks because like this whole life, we're only given a short amount of time on this little crusty rock ball in the edge of this little galaxy that we think is important. Wow, no like like you know what i mean like that's all you get and so if you're just gonna kind of like waste it away let's like come on dude like you only have so much time like you got to make the most out of it and that's to me is like you got to keep progressing you got to keep learning and growing like when i see like or hear like an old man that asks like questions and is a growth mindset and open like that's so cool to me that's so cool to me that yeah, he hasn't like put a cap on his head of like how much, be, how much how much you want to be when you grow up i mean i hope i can become so, some yeah. somewhat similar it's like never losing it's almost like coming full circle like never losing that kid in you yeah. always wanting to discover always wanting to learn always wanting to see things from a different perspective because i think it just makes you more of a full rounded person because like bring it back to even to this podcast and whatever platform you want like by me having conversation with you and you explaining your thoughts and your insights and me doing the same for you, like we're growing our experiences and our knowledge and our, our wisdom like immensely because I, you, you went through your experiences of camping and then you, you came to these realizations through those experiences. Yeah. I myself will not have the same experiences as you and vice versa you're not gonna have the same ones as me but by you able to go into your head and really critically think about the different insights and the lessons that you've learned that you can pull out i myself can take those nuggets and put them and store them in my head and then again vice versa for you so that's why conversation is so powerful because the one thing you can't take from people is experience you can't share experience but you can share the lessons, the, and the, the wisdom from it. Yeah. And so ultimately, if you want to become wiser, wiser, you got to create more experiences worthwhile your time. And so yeah. then you're gaining new perspectives. And so, you know, if I have more people on this podcast, the, the perspective that I'm learning from is growing wider and wider. Yeah. And therefore each wide wider it goes the deeper it goes and therefore everybody's learning that's why this whole platform is to learn share and grow yeah. the whole basis of it and i think one thing too is you're talking about like making experiences worthwhile 
And I feel like the beauty of, of that statement is that it's so subjective. It's different for everybody, you know? Dude, like, experience could be anything. It's yeah. how, dude, think about this too. And I'll, I'll let you thought, think about it because I know you got a lot to say here. But um, like, even if you think like, if you go into a situation like, dude, this is pointless. Like, what the heck is this? Like, there's always something to be learned in every situ- every single situation. Like, being how small, how unimportant it is. Like, you can always learn something from it as little or as big as it can be. Yeah, and and every situation, like, every experience, like, I feel like looking back on, like, just my life, I know that sounds like, like, well, like, we're 19 back years life, old, by the yeah, way. Like, <laughs> yeah. Our life is very short compared yeah, to like, many. I feel like to truly, like, like you said, strive towards your vision and reach those goals, you have to think, think back and, like, and really try to visualize, like, what experiences are worthwhile for you? Like, like recently, like, I've just been thinking about, like, maybe I want to start climbing mountains because whenever I'm like in nature and in that like elevated state, like I think about the things that are most important to me. And like, I feel like almost my mind is elevated because I'm like in that challenging situation. And for some people that's going to be vastly different, right? Their, their best experiences could be like them sitting down with their family or like, but I feel like it's really important to as a process like as a process of reaching your your vision to like sit down and think like what experiences are worthwhile for me and and one other thing too touching on that that vision piece is like that's another thing where people are going to look at that so many different ways like you could look at it like and this is kind of how I think like I think about a goal and I'm just going to think about that goal and put that goal up on a pedestal and just reach for it, you know? And some people are, they think about it as like, there's my goal. What steps can I take to get to that goal? You know, like there's the process and there's the outcome. And, and that's something my parents kind of debate a lot is process versus outcome. And I think there's there's value in both and there's no right or wrong answer, but like, that's a just yeah that's a great point because that's actually some that's something i've thought about but not immensely hard on or for a long time but from what from my thinking on that is i think it's almost been too because we hear it all the time trust the process the process the process like it's all about the process yeah but i i do believe the process is very important because you learn a lot from that and that's where you kind of become these realizations but like, if you're, if all you think about is the process and not the product, yeah. like, where are you going? Like, you're just getting in circles and there's no yeah, sense totally. of direction. Yeah. There's no sense of direction of where you're going. You're just kind of on the treadmill. You need to get off the treadmill and actually run forward. Yeah. And for a lot of people too, like, I know this is kind of specific to, I guess it's not really specific to athletics, but like when people say trust the process, like like I understand that there is a process that you have to trust, but like I'm a very outcome oriented person. So like day to day, it's really hard for me to 
to stay within myself in that process. Like, I just want to be at that goal. It's like, not, not that I don't want to do the work. It's just like, I see that goal and I just want to reach for it with all my like power. And then I feel like that comes back to just like, like those visions you have, right? Like looking at the vision I want, like I think of it as one big grand, like vision. I don't think of it as like goals. I think of it as like, like I want to do this because it encompasses so much more for me. Yeah. There there's two things I want to say about that. Um, one being there's this quote I found like a few years ago that I don't fully remember it, but the gist of it was the body will organize itself around the ultimate activity. So whatever you're ultimately striving for, everything else will work its way in place to get there. But the other thing I wanted to talk about was making things a necessity and not an, an objection or objective, excuse me. And what I mean by that is, you know, for example, you the objective shouldn't be like, oh, I get to sleep now. Oh, I get to eat now. Oh, I get to rest now. Oh, I get to do this, whatever it may be. It should be like, instead of thinking like, not that it should be, this is the way I think about it. Cause again, I don't, nothing is right or wrong. It's just how you perceive things. So the way I perceive it to be is that instead of thinking like, I get to do this, think of it that I use this tor- towards this, like whatever your vision is like, all right, I get to, um, eat dinner, like this healthy dinner to progress myself in this direction. You know, I'm going to use my good eight, eight and a half hours of sleep at night to use in this direction. And not that, Oh, I get to sleep all night. I get to crush this sleep. Yeah. It's not like you don't get to sleep. You need to sleep in order to do your other things. So it's not, that's not the actual like um, objective at hand. Like that's part of the whole picture. I think a lot of people get caught up in like um, just focusing on minor things. Like those are minor things, like major and big things, because ultimately all those minor things will add up to the big things. And I think that's where people put like limits on them and just kind of jail themselves because they're focusing on these little things that will happen regardless if you just think about the big things. And I think it just become comes down to the awareness of that. You know, if, if you're able to um, take a step back and think about the big picture of what you really want, and ultimately what you really want comes down to you and no one else. And so that's where it takes the actual courage to think about it on your own. And sometimes that can be scary, but it's ultimately worth it. But if you can come, if you can take a moment and just kind of think about all right, what is important and write it down and you know, have that and a constant reminder to always look at, like all these different things will come up and you'll be able to like use them as resources rather than um, like those are the end all be all kind of things, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of weird that you brought that up. Cause like, like recently, like with, with my injury, like I've been trying to search for this, like this like cue that will change something that will change. Like my arm action is what needed to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
and I found this one cue from, um, so it was from Tread Athletics, uh, specifically Ben Brewster. And I like found this one cue and I saw it and I like, okay, this is my goal. I'm going to reach for this. I'm going to try to like make myself look like that or like think like that. And once I like embraced that specific cue or that goal, you could say like, it was weird. So many other things just came with it. Like little things that I was focusing on before, Mm -hmm. like, like my back foot cleaned up my, my torso cleaned up, my hips cleaned up, like, like just from this one little thing about my arm and like how it came around, like all that changed. Yeah. I I feel like that's, that's a parallel into what you, what you were talking about, right? Like you reach for the goal and like things will start following and building up to that goal. If you reach toward it, right. Cause you're moving that you're running towards that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're a lot more, I think we're m- becoming more efficient than what we think we are because it's like, do you want to be micromanaged on every little bit? So like baseball, you like you get your arm to here and then come through here, get your leg up, focus on this part of your hip and your quad or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Rather than be like, all right, be an athlete, throw hard, th- feel loose kind of thing. Like when you give triggers and points like that, like the body knows physiology, like everything will follow. Yeah. And if there is a kink, then you just say a different different set of cues that thinks the mind is a little different and yeah. just keep it simple and everything just follows through. Because I think a lot of people get caught up in the, the little um, nitty gritty parts of things. And then they forget the whole overarching goal. So now you're focusing on a little thing. And then because you're focusing on this one little thing, all these other little things start to break down because all your focus is on this one little thing. Yeah. Rather than if your whole focus and your attention is on the, on the big wide spectrum of things, everything else is going to follow suit. Yeah. Yeah, because you're, you're pushing in that direction. And if you push in that direction, you're pulling all those other things with you. Everything's going along yeah yeah what do you think about that i think my mind just got exploded i think there's just a lot of real dude i think all this is just a bunch of realizations yeah because like i think it's good good. you know this is i want to kind of talk about this quick and um let me ask a couple more questions and then wrap it up but um like if you were sitting here with me and like, usually I typically like to do that just because it's, it's a lot better. Like you can feel the other person, the energy and all that. But I know with like all this isolation and stuff and this COVID or whatever. But anyway, like if you were sitting here with me and I sat this ice melt and water bottle on the table and I talk about this a lot, we're like, we're sitting across the table from each other and we're staring at this water bottle. Like we're both staring at the same water bottle. It's the same thing, but we're going to perceive it completely different you're going to see a completely different water bottle than I am because you know, all your past experiences, that's how you see the world and all my past experiences. That's how I see the world. And we both had different past experiences. So we both see the world differently. And so because we see the the world differently, we're going to pick up on different things about the specific item. So like, even if like, you know, if you were to describe 
the background of your wall right now to plant the picture and the other smaller picture. Like when you focus on that and when I focus on that, we're both going to pick up on different things because there's different things in our, our past experiences that point us to certain directions. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, totally. It's like, cause when I see that picture, I see us going Ikea to get the picture. And when I see that see picture, see I just, picture. I, I think of the whole city and I think about um, the whole macro lens um, of the picture and how that relates to this conversation, because a lot of our conversation on this last hour or so has been more of the, the macro lens. Yeah. So I think it fits really well with the picture that you have in the back of the wall. And one thing too, is like, like how, what's really interesting to me, and this is just an observation like we have so many different experiences, like humans are all different, but we come to the same realizations. Like that's like, Dude, that, think about yeah. that for a second, you know, like, yeah, say that like again, why, say that again to me. Like, like humans are all different. Like we all have different experiences, right. But we all come to the same realizations. Like I just like thinking about that, like, it's like, what, like, why is that? Like how? Right? Yeah, dude, that's that's a phenomenal a thought because you're 100 percent right and i think i think we're a lot more similar than different because when we really get down to when we have either intentional talks about this or with anybody about very substantial topics like we're a lot more similar than different whereas you know all of our past experiences might say differently Right. Because yeah. we've done a maybe we made different choices or decisions that we were proud or weren't proud of or whatever it may be back then. But like, I think as like humans, we're kind of we like to be connected. And it's almost like this thing. Oh, God, might need some more water. But um, it's almost like this thing that we can almost like talk to each other when we're not talking to each other, because then when we actually do talk to each other, it's like, whoa, you're thinking the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, but we don't realize that enough, you know, like, like we take our experiences and we have these different experiences, but like, we don't realize that we're thinking the same exact thing, you know, or something or like we're coming to the same exact conclusion or we're coming to the same exact realization. Like, yeah, they might be said in different ways. They might be expressed in different forms, but in the end, they're all they're all in the same direction. They're all like, I want to make this better. I want to do this, you know, but they're all in the same category. And I just find that fascinating that like, like different, different experiences and different like things can add up to the same like end goal or end conclusion or end realization, whatever that may be, you know? Yeah, dude, it it comes down to choices, decisions and how you perceive the world. And we were talking about that earlier in the podcast. <laughs> Dude, like the choices you make, you yeah. know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, the decisions that you make throughout the day, the people that connect with the, you know, everything that goes into a day, everything that goes into the week, everything that goes in your life, you know, it's all of, a, it's all a representation of like who you are. So everything you're associated with, everything you're not associated with, people you're around the people you're not around like all these things that we're either exposed to or not exposed to you know it it 
that's like how we get defined as people. That's how our characteristics form is through the decisions and actions we, we hold and through the words we say, like words are powerful actions, actions are even more powerful, you know? Yep. But dude, this was a great conversation. Um, I just want to say, I appreciate your time, dude. That's honestly my, my biggest thing is that to me, like time is the biggest commodity that you can share. And so like, for you being able to like share your time with me uh, says a lot about you and I respect that. So thank you very much. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me on. This was an amazing experience. Hey, we'll do it again sometime, huh? Yes, sir. (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks guys for listening. Um, uh, You can check out these on uh, Spotify uh, at garden thoughts or any platform available for podcasts. Um, If you guys have anything to say or whatever, uh, just, uh, reach out to me um, if you guys have any um, thoughts or anything about this that you still want to discover any questions that you guys want to be talked about uh, just let me know but uh, Noah thanks for coming on this is a great time we'll have to do it another yep. time thanks man all right we'll see ya yep